to further support Illinois' media and what we do for the culture, there are a few ways we could use your help. You can follow us on social media, download the Illinois app, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Illinois with a Z. You can buy merchandise or you can lend us a helping hand by donating a one-time or a monthly contribution. To donate, visit Illinois.co backslash donate. That's I-L-L-A-N-O-I-Z-E dot co backslash donate. We thank you for supporting what we do because without you, there is no us. I understand that we getting trapping all day. I understand that we getting been robbing all day. But one part of the day you gotta cut on Illinois radio. You're now tuned in with Illinois Radio with your host Vico, Illinois Jones, and Pretty Riot. Turn your radios up and spread the noise. Welcome to Illinois Radio. You're now tuned in to the dopest thing to hit the streets since crack cocaine. Ow. I'm the host, Illinois Jones, along with my sister, Pretty Riot, and my partner, Vico. Look at that smile. Ow, look at her. Birthday Max week. You didn't turn. Oh, First of all, real quick, if you did not see the episode with Ricky Rex from last year, go watch it. That was my birthday. So, um, bro, damn, <laughs> it's time. about to be an anniversary. Um, That's probably the funniest interview ever. But <laughs> look, we're not man, gonna talk about that right look, now. We got somebody in the building who's been doing his thing for so long in the city. He's lit. He stood up. Through the wave of drill music and is still making dope music, man. He didn't fall. He's still here. He's still standing. <laughs> he also did. A, he also took over the Illinois cipher yeah. at our first anniversary. He didn't want to give up the mic. And that's what something and, that you should and, go watch. and if you ever, I mean, if you ever, ever, ever been to an event where he hosts, you know he don't want to give up the mic. <laughs> I've witnessed this man at Refuge host plenty of plenty of joints, do so many like jam sessions with bands and freestyles. He's been doing it and holding it down in the city for a long time, y'all. We got D2G in the building. Uh-huh. I've been waiting to do that ad lib at Illinois Radio. I'm not even do it again. Lie yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've arrived. Oh, you here? I'm here. How you doing, brother? Man, I am blessed. I'm relaxed. I'm feeling good. Fresh off a of vacay. Back to business. I know you got your bucket hat on. You got oh, yeah. all your yeah, motherfucking you definitely still jewelry on. Oh, oh, yeah. You got your, I got all motherfucking chains on. Look at you in pretty bright. Y'all, y'all, went, y'all hit a lick or something on some gold chains. I need mine. Man, Forever look. Vacay. Vacay? Vacay. This 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 Slauson right here. Slauson? Slauson. Oh, you was on a good vacation, though. Bro, I was in L.A. for my birthday, July. Just came back from Jamaica like a couple days ago on some work vacation. You know what I'm saying? Just relaxing, handle my biz, and then just enjoy the rest of the time. Like, I'm coming down off of swimming pool bars, my man. Like, I'm talking rum punch, Bob Marley's, all while I'm in the pool. In the pool. 
In the pool? They, they don't trust moms to get drunk in the pool. That's crazy. It's beautiful, though. I don't even want to ask you what I want to ask you because it's, it's, it's We'll, we'll not, talk about that all day. Yeah, because there's a lot of things that can go down with pool and liquor in the bar. And it's everything you imagine. It's all that goes Let's talk, let's talk, man, because this is your first time up here. This is my first time here. Yeah. I was at the one-year joint. I came to check out my people. You know, me and you, we go back. We go back. So, of course, I was going to fall to show up. Then y'all had the cipher. I'm just like, okay, am I supposed to not get up here and do something? Am I just watching? It, Jones, what I'm on, bro? You got to let me know something. <laughs> Once he gave me the cue, it was like, okay, I'm going up. Man, I appreciate you, man. But look, for those that don't know D2G, man, let's let's fill them in. <laughs> oh, like, man. So let's fill them in, man. Like, D2G, where did that name come from? Well, the D in D2G stems from my middle name, which is D'Angelo. Now, I ain't want to say all that because of the whole D'Angelo jokes and R&B and you know how that be. Right. Uh, how does it feel like, ex- nigga? Exactly. I, 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 I hit the shirt off, cat. Yeah. Not yet. Give me a couple, you know what I'm saying, months. But anywho, 2G, I was just, I came up with this name at the time. Like, this was still like 2000, 2001. So that's like seven day great. This was at the time where everybody was doing the whole Y2K era and FUBU was promoting it with Y2G. So I was just like, let me take the 2G from the two grand and there you have it. D'Angelo 2000 And over time That changed into D'Angelo 2 grade It's that It's so many things But 2G for short D2G That's me For sure man Yeah So like you know D2G You said You cast that name Like in the early 2000s I'm sorry Did you say 2001 I did I did Okay So is that when you So you said you were young though Yeah I I was Like in 7th grade 7th grade 8th grade Class 2001 Edward Coase What up Still old to me But I ain't gonna say that It's it's cool You know what I'm at the point now If the old You know stuff comes I'm accepting it You accept your old head status Okay I love that That's, That's the name of the game though Get old Real rap Like that's the life goal And everything Get old so you can be able to still sit back and enjoy everything that's coming while you're still doing you. That's blessings. Do you remember one of like any of the first like raps you wrote or anything like that? Um, I remember this one like I maybe remember six bars of it. Right Give it now. to us. Uh, what, what it's was okay it? if it sucks because you was in seventh grade. We ain't gonna judge you. You got so much better. That's why you're here now. What, what did I say? I gotta remember the starting line. I said something like a. I bang harder than a hammer trying to knock on wood. Even when Mace was around, you didn't feel so good. Still hurting from my freestyle blast, it bleeds awfully. Before Lauren Hill, I've been killing him softly. Like You said that in seventh grade. Seventh grade. Oh, okay. You was, different. You was cutting off. <laughs> you was different. Okay. That was seventh grade. Like that was my first pin down Damn, joint there. Twenty seven year old because that don't sound that good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that <laughs> every time. We ain't going. This is seventh grade. So you've been rapping since the seventh grade. I've been like officially writing my own. Yeah, it's the seventh grade. Otherwise, I've been. My first words was Wild Wild West. Like, let my mama tell you. You know what I mean? I've been. She put the headphones by her belly. I listened to a lot of rap back then. She said I wasn't much of a talker, but if a song came on, I was rapping it like it was crazy. So this has literally been in my blood for a long time. Man. Yeah. So, okay, seventh grade, you come up with the name D2G. Yep. You start rapping, writing your own lyrics. Yep. When was the first time you stepped foot in a booth? The first time I stepped foot in a booth. Because I actually started recording around seventh grade, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Again, 2000, 2001. But this was... 
when we had to make our makeshift studios back then. Like, my man's had to cut out cardboard for the soundproof, a lamp in there. In the closet and all that. Right. Tape recorder, one tape with the mic included on it, you know what I'm saying? And then from there, we started advancing. Pro Tools came out. Then when we got in our, like, actual studio, studios, probably like 2003, 2004. For sure. And since then, it's been, it's been that. What's been some of your influences? Man, what is the influence? Uh, I I came up literally listening. My uncle and my pops, God rest his soul, they really put me up onto a lot of the hip-hop I used to listen to. So, like, it wasn't a thing where, it wasn't strange where you would see a shoebox and you would see, like, a EPMD cassette or you see a Big Daddy Kane or Rock Him or Public Enemy or Coogee Rap or something, you know what I mean? Just to kind of broaden it. But in that mix, I used to see things like Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots, you know what I mean? Like, it was an array of mix of music that I used to listen to back then. So I was brought up from a lot. Wow. That's a lot of different type of music. Yeah. In my yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. We can't. You could have been a rock and roll star or something playing a guitar right now. I, I could. I mean, well, I have to learn it. But <laughs> I'm probably tickle some strings and find out what Look, you know the words. You know tickle the strings. I mean, I wouldn't use that with a guitar. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have said tickle the strings. Yeah. I meant, I meant to say strumming, but, you know, tickle just came out. And it probably sounds cool on radio to say so. Illinois Radio, you're now tuned with Dan to the dopest thing that hit the streets since crack cocaine. Mm. Got my sister in the building with me on my left side. And we got D2G yeah. in yes, the sir, building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Eastside, we in here. What up? I forget you from there, you said. Oh, so yeah. Good. I right, am. Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> his personality, bro. Like, G, it's like, like the the voice, the personality. It just fits together. It just sounds so good. Uh-huh. I appreciate that. Yeah. that. That does some good for the heart. I like that. Yeah. D2G is a microphone phenomenal. Like, he's the first guy. Like, damn, he hosting and he rapping. He, at, at all one event Like this is one event Like he's hosting <laughs> He's rapping you gotta do What you gotta do Like no we ain't got no host today Oh y'all ain't got no host I'll be the host <laughs> I remember like People yeah. used to say You give You give him the mic You're not getting it back Oh no That's that's home Stage is gonna always be home You know what I mean And uh What's, you, your band has always been dope, dude Oh man Look I've just been blessed to work with And be fam with a elite of dope musicians Like Chicago has the best musicians in the world The best Bar none Hands down You put us up against anybody from anywhere We smoking Flat out Like performance wise The groove wise Music in itself Like we just We killing There's no way around that. Everybody got, got a band Got somebody in Chicago in a band Yes We all know each other man This is a, a big community Of everybody Just trying to get in Where they fit in So you might see somebody That you work with On one band And then you see them With another band it's like Oh snap And then you automatically Got a good vibe with them Because y'all work with each other It could be rehearsed Not rehearsed All that The vibes is there Let's talk about these projects you got, man. Oh, Wait, before man. we do oh, that, can I ask a question Go about ahead. the bands just very Go quickly? Because you know, just sitting here thinking like how many performances I've seen that don't include a band. <laughs> and you know, like I kinda wanna ask, like, do you think we can measure the quality of an artist by uh, a, a qual okay, let me say it like this. Do you think we can measure um the quality of an artist's music taste, I guess, based on their performance set and if they tend to use bands or not? I mean, that's a Maybe not taste, but like your your ear. I think it's uh it's a difference. I'll say that much. 
Like, you can be a dope performer and it'd just be you and a DJ as long as, you know what I'm saying, they can hear your vocals from it. Because the whole thing about performance is we just want to feel what you're bringing to the table. We want to be able to hear you. We want to be able to get that feeling from you. So I think live bands is it's something that's a bit more intimate. It's something that's a bit more personable. That's something where you are going to get a whole different experience than you would and just somebody throwing on a track and them just rapping over it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just depends on their personality but you read into it a bit more so I think that's probably the main difference between like having a live man for a show and then just going about it with just two turntables or a show mixing you know what I'm saying a microphone I mean as long as you give your all into it with either or but I think it's definitely a more intimate thing when it's a band behind it you get the feeling a bit more it draws you in I, I like, like that. Que- I, I like, like the question. Thanks. That was a dope question. I couldn't figure out how to get it out, but I, I, was, like- I was I was ready to answer. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, look. I mean, you got the locks. I don't think the locks would be good with a band, but it would be dope to see them with a band. I don't know though. I but think the locks could actually pull it off with a band. You know, you to know? see like somebody like like them like you used to them. Right, you just rocking them with a DJ. You yeah. just with a DJ with no vocals. Right, because you know, New York. That's New York. That's <laughs> I'm outside. It's me. It's Jones, it's Jada. They using vocals. <laughs> the hat take off just had me. I'm like, yeah. fam, you did not have this perfect headline decades back, fam. You yo, bald. Yo, you he fit. had the. Per- I don't know what happened, but it's like as soon as he turned off that, it was like the perfect rectangle just sat on his forehead. I'm like, why? Like, think about that. Like, like every fan. rapper from the '90s had a bald head. Like, if you ain't have a bald you head, Mr. you Clean. wasn't that nigga. This is true. He Bernard. Can't say him on air, but he cut his hair off too at one point. <laughs> Listen, but yeah, man, you got like he, he did. He did. <laughs> I, I we'll called it. He hair? did. We can't say we that can't name. Say his name. We'll call him Voldemort, but uh, he's Chicago's beloved son, King of R and B. Can't say his name on the radio like that. R. Kelly. <laughs> he <laughs> just went there, ladies and gentlemen. Illinois. Radio. I tried, I tried to open up the can of worms. That nigga cut his hair. That nigga hair. He was bald. He was bald. That's Kelly what I'm saying. Had, like he had. Bald head. He had the first nigga with weave in his hair. He was. The and first nigga spray with paint weave. weave. The spray paint Let's weave. Let's not forget the hair braided video. It was gold. He, he huh. <laughs> took your mom. You know how your mama used to have a gold can? <laughs> thought you had a spray. I thought you had some, uh, what they call it in the, the graffiti paint. I ain't never seen nobody with a gold Beijing lining in my life. That was amazing. <laughs> that lining was perfect. That lets you know the hood can do anything when you put your mind to it. Hey, we real set talk. the trends. We yep. do. That's, that's true. Yeah, R. Kelly okay. did it all from waves, braids to, to the little girls and girl grades. All right, let me stop. Let me stop. Shouts to the Robert yeah. Sylvester. You yeah, know, shout out to all the women out there. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, look. <laughs> anyway, back to this interview. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know the albums. I get on iTunes, man. I didn't even think all your music was gonna be on there like that. Oh man! And then I forget. Yeah, we did had so many projects. We did a rollout. Out, man, just on on uh on yeah. there, man. You got f- about four or five projects on there. Yeah, I got four. Yeah, four total. Two EPs. Well, now, yeah, no, three EPs now. Two full length albums. Today is actually the six year anniversary of my second 
Full length album I dropped called Short Short. Summer's Long We're gonna get that Cause first we gotta go to It's spring right We do We We gotta go to It's spring Because (laughs) that's where My end last last, Cause I I remember that joint Yeah um, Seasonal prequel Yeah That was was the EP Right before that album Okay It was And what that was Was just Joints that couldn't Make the album I have literally Recorded so many joints And I wanted to fit it all To like tell the story But Attention spans So like Coming up, um, I come from the mixtape era, and it really wasn't like we was we was we didn't know what we were doing. Right, we was just doing something, just rapping over whatever, just we rapping over, just rapping on whatever, putting a project out, uploading it to live mixtapes, yep. and that piff, yeah, and um, hold of that piff era. So when I started hanging around, and when I started coming around y'all and seeing how y'all actually had y'all probably y'all had only this many tracks on the album, yeah, only this. Many features. This y'all had it all already organized. I want to know, like, was that something y'all like? That's like something practice that we, or just? I think that was something we came and developed with over time. You okay. know, what I mean? it's just like you said when we first started recording. It was just song, 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 song. Put it on something, pow, drop it. You know what I'm saying? Just for the sake of having something out. But then we started actually taking it serious to the point where it's like, what are we presenting at this right. point? Because what we record, what we write down, what we put together, what we format in song, it's a representation of us as artists. So how do we want to come across? You know what I'm saying? When somebody would have looked, you know what I'm saying? A D2G up or whatever artist you listen to, you know what I'm saying? And me, I've kind of been a storyteller for most of my time. I can give you punchline, punchline. I can smack you up, whatever Mike I choose to do, but I'm a storyteller at the end of the day. So my whole thing was I wanted you to always visualize what it was that I was saying. Right. You know what I mean? So each album is a representation of that. My first album, by the way, when I first came up with my name, that's how long I've had the title of my first album for that long. For it to finally come out and drop and make sense in 2013. I done had July Night for Cancer Story as an album idea since 2000, bro. Oh, like your third album or something like that? That was my first. My very first one. Like... I was gonna see that through. I was about to say manifestation is real. Like the the title of it, the meaning behind it. You know what I'm saying? Because July 9th, that's my birthday. You yeah. know what I mean? So July 9th, a cancer story. I'm telling you the story of what it is to be a cancer. You know what I mean? They always call us the emotional sign out of everybody. So I kind of want to present that through song. Like you get the emotion, you get the feel, you get to really like let it hit you when you listen to it. So. Do you like making concept albums and projects? I love it. Because I absolutely love because at a point where concepts was like dying off. Yeah, you and uh, who else? Uh, you abstract. Yeah, I abstract. Shout out abstract. Y'all line. stay. That's my, that's y'all concepts, That's my boy. Y'all stay with concepts. Oh yeah. I remember um, D Sun. Another one. You know what I'm saying? He's kind of the. Actually, I got to give credit to D Sun on one thing. He kind of gave me the process as to how I would go about the concept albums. You right. know what I mean? One thing I always kind of stress about him because he would take his time with his project. I'd be like, bro, why are you taking so long to like put this together? And he told me something that really sat with me and approached to how I make music from here on. Now he said, dude, sometimes you got to sit back and just live a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like be able to live life, experience some things. That way when you get back to writing, it'd be easier to write something down. And that's how a lot of stories come about. Like I just live at this point because what else are you going to do when you hear Like everybody gets tired of the whole routine of Get up nine to five, you know what I'm saying? Like that's not all what life is. Facts. There's whole uh, everything outside of that you got to tackle into. There's good parts. There's bad parts. There's confusing parts. There's wild. This is crazy parts. You know what I mean? So you got to incorporate all of that. 
Yeah, what's up? It's your girl, Pretty Riot. And as you know, I'm sitting pretty, starting riots right here on Illinois Radio. We got D2G in the building. Yes, yes, yes. Before the yes. break, we was chopping it up about your career. You know, you've been around for quite some time now. I'm I've digging that. I've seen them come. I'm I've seen them go. <laughs> so, considering you're somebody that's put out a decent amount of albums and EPs and stuff, like, yeah. what's your favorite part of your creative process? I think the most favorite part that I can probably say is getting in a booth and getting takes done, whether it's a one take or I got to do a couple of them just to make sure that it's right. Just the process itself is my favorite, just from start to finish. Sitting down, getting a chance to vibe with the beat or without a beat or whatever just comes to my head. Like Once I'm past my first line, it's always my first line. I have to write that part down. It don't have to rhyme with anything yet. But once I get my first line down, it's literally like my hand just goes. Like, it doesn't stop. I have to force myself. Like, I right, wait. So do you still put pen to paper? Because I know a lot of people, you know, they've gravitated towards just using their notes on their phone. But I, as a writer, I love that pen to paper feeling. It's that old school feeling of because you can't worry about, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you type it in your phone, there's a chance that it could crash. You know what I'm saying? You could lose a file. Nah, it's an intimate thing where your hand is touching the paper, the ink is flowing from your pen, and whatever your words are, it's forming right there. You can read that right back in your point of view damn i like the way you just broke that down i, I look i'm not even a writer and i felt <laughs> I'm that i'm like shit. damn okay right i never heard nobody say that they like the uh the doing a double takes and taking twos and yeah. that process like well, yeah you gotta have that you gotta discover something about yourself when it comes to your presentation you know it's easy for me to say a line or two but if it don't sound like a minute or it just comes off as choppy then it's a waste of line did you know y'all hear that sound like he meant it mean we believe it Oh, yeah. It's very important. Believability. If you don't have that in the music, why are you doing it? Do you listen to your first projects and be like, oh, where was that believability? Because you know, cause I think, <laughs> not, no, not like that, not in a bad way. But you know, but you know, like in earlier works, like even even yeah. for me as a consumer, I can go back and listen to some of my favorite artists' earlier works, and it's like you just was rough then. You know, it wasn't yeah. bad, but you just was rough. You no, get better was, as you go on. Yeah, once you get past that, you know what I'm saying. That fine tuning stage is definitely a difference but I go back and listen to a lot of my old work and one thing I noticed while some of my techniques and how I delivered wasn't all clean it wasn't all there the feeling was this purest and this rawest form and you can't get that from anywhere else like when you first do it because you're going past the hunger stage when you're in there. You're pretty much going for giving it your all. You're going for blood or whatever you do. When you start growing a bit, it starts to become a bit more more polished. You know what I mean? You can finesse it to where you can have that feeling, but you can say it's smoother. You know, and I think that's what happens when you get grow on and further advance with what you do. But that beginning stage, when everything was just grimy, just uh, like that first fresh feel, that's... That's do you time. ever still wish you had that grit when you're creating sometimes? Or oh, do you the, try to tap into it? Oh, yeah. You definitely have a means to tap into it. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to have it the full way that you want to suppose unless you just go on like a plunge and this is all that you do. Like, no Netflix, no chill, no TV, nothing. Like, you in a dungeon type of basement and you in that mold. Right. Which, I wouldn't recommend that. That's scary. Now, that sound, yeah. Because that, that see, means you really too disconnected. Like, you don't want to do that. But I tend to tap into it. Actually, 
actually this last project like I felt like I was in my bag when I made my first album like I started to get that fresh feel back I guess because I had been away from it for a little bit and everything was going on in the world I had a lot to talk about a lot that I had to pin down and fit into like 16s and 24s and 32 bars and just some with hooks some without hooks but I was just in that bag like I had something that I needed to say and when you get in that zone mm-hmm. it's priceless yeah I know what that bag like man so like what's one of your favorite projects you like to go back and listen to um Short Summers is definitely like top two. For I mean, that, since know? today is the anniversary for this, Short this Summers. This is the six year anniversary that I released that Short Summers Long Winners album. <laughs> what was it like making that album? That album, I had just came back from National Guard a year prior. Okay. And I was missing home a lot. You know, I had ended up getting a, a honorable discharge because I had gotten an injury while I was training and whatnot. So they instead of just letting me sit back and try to do it all over again, I told them I had my fam back. So they sent me back home, and I literally been hitting the ground running since then. So when I got back, it was I got my time with my fam. I seen my people. Now it's okay. Now we got to lock in. It's studio time. I had just come off my first project about a year prior to that, July Night for Cancer Story. I had started to gain some experience in the studio. My growing process as far as writing started to really branch out. So a lot of content, a lot of topics that I was able to touch on and experience new things. And everybody was starting to see what I was going to do next. So when that project was completed and finished, and not to mention I got LaRoyce Hawkins on the intro. I mean, that's Atwater Chicago PD. You can't really go wrong with that. Right. (laughs) Speaking of uh, that, how many artists did you have on this project? For this project? Project, Ooh. short summers. Uh, I'd want to say about seven or eight, but that's just off a of first guess because between my homie JDP, my boy Abstract Mind, Leroy Hawkins, uh, who else? Uh, what do they call it? Uh, AP Remedy was on there. Soul J was singing on the hook. I had Sherry Soul. Shout out to Soul J. Soul J was on the project, bro. Damn. Yeah. And Isaiah Jones on there. Ashley Shell, my reflective music fam. You know what I mean? AM Abstract Mind, of course, that's the homie. Yeah, about eight or nine people on that project. And it it went. Man, so as far as producers, what about the producers on there? Uh, man, a lot of them, a good portion of them is cast that I came up with. You know what I'm saying? A couple of them is just people that I've been fans of and we've been cool in passing. You know what I'm saying? And I finally got a chance to sit down with, like, I've worked with Mixed by DC, shout out to DC. Um, Reg Young, Ray White, you know what I'm saying? I've worked with Slot A, I worked with uh, this cat walking shoe that gave me one of my personal joints on Short Summers, and that's a reflection. That's pretty cool. Um, I've worked with Law Beats, that's my boy, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to HP. Um, I've worked with Brother Giff. We got a project that we're gonna be dropping soon called That One Friday. So hopefully we can just get back in the poof and lock in. And then recently, oh, not recently but like the past four years I got to work with a legend and he goes by the name of Tony Banks Tony Banks got joints on Short Summers oh he seen me from Short Summers oh okay so that's what I mean like knowing cats in passing that I got a chance to you know what I'm saying like showing my work and they've been kind of peeping for a while and that's how actually me and Banks connected because I had a show opening for Mob Deep they had the uh, Hell on Earth 20th anniversary for the album release. They was at the Promontory. I was the last opening act for their tour. 
So I'm the last one to go up before Prodigy and Abbott came up on stage. Tony Baines was hosting that night. He saw me do my thing, called me backstage. He was like, hey, listen, nephew, we're going to work on a project together. And no sooner than he says that, a little bit after that, he gives me a call. And we start talking about what we're going to do. And then he says, I need you to get in your storytelling bag. Because at first he wasn't going to have me do that. He was trying to keep me away from that, get the bars, have you just like punch your lights out. But then he was like, you know what? I want you to tell the story and see where we can go with it. And we're going to do it from the first song to the very last one. And so we just, just, it was hot outside one day. We was like, why don't we talk about what happens on the first hot day in Chicago? And that's how the first hot day EP came about. So that was June 24th of 2017. Damn. Now fast forward. He gives me a call like October, maybe last year, maybe a little bit before then. He says, nephew, it's about that time again. He had the concept. He had the beats ready. We just, you know what I'm saying, met up. We linked. We got to go through the beats in order, listening to how he wanted it. And he told me the concepts of where I should go with it. And we incorporated literally everything that was going on during this pandemic time. So, dude, from the protests to the mask being a mandate to the vaccines to COVID being a thing to the shootings that was happening around, literally everything that could have possibly happened in Chicago, I incorporated and made it into a day. So, June 26th of this year the next hot day EP came about and here we are dude I listened to that project and I want to say good job because I felt like I was it was so many characters I never heard that many characters in a project (laughs) like it's like an audio movie like that flows that was exactly what I wanted you to feel you know what I mean because I wrote it in mind as if like I'm writing a treatment for a music video you know because this whole thing is literally start to finish and even with how I presented it like if you notice there's no like names for the songs. Uh-uh. They're scenes. So from the first high day, it was scenes one through six. And then for this one, I kicked it off and it's scenes seven through 13. Yeah. So that's why I got to go back. I got to go back and listen to the first one. Oh, I only, man, I only you, listen to the second one. Oh, no, that's cool though, but that gives you a reason to but go back and listen to the to first one. Like, hold on, these characters, they sound like it's a, the story already been brewing. Because when they was downtown at the protest, see, look, this is all the song. <laughs> yeah. This is the song. Homie saw homie. The, and then they, they was a shoot. It was real. This is like a real Chicago like reality show that was going on. You yeah, feel me? Yeah, I wanted you to. Like, what, what mindset were you in? When you wrote this? Well, I was currently going through the things that I wrote about. You okay. know what I mean? And you could tell that when it's like some parts is fiction, but then you could tell when the events that I'm describing in detail are just that real. But in the, even in the lyrics, because even when I'm hearing it, you can't tell that it's fiction. That, you can tell. That's what I. You that's can the, tell where, like, it could have happened. Yeah. But let's just say. This is Chicago. Yeah. Wow shit happened. That's this is mm-hmm. exactly the presentation that I wanted because that was my mind state. You know what I'm saying? It's like if I wasn't personally going through it, somebody was personally going through this. I'm telling somebody's story. So did y'all even if work it's not all mine. So did y'all work on this song like like y'all recorded together and everything too? Oh yeah. Me Baines was definitely setting in on some sessions. Like he definitely gave me advice on what to throw in there, what to kind of take back from it. And I mean as far as like ad-libs to add on you know what I mean like the writing 
of course. What yeah, was it like actually just being and getting this coaching? This is like a Dre. Like, yeah. So, like, to be in this the, the so room, first to be in a gym with a Dre, it's like. Let me repeat the name one more time. Go for ahead. People that I'm in the studio with Tony Baines. Yeah. If you don't. If you ever research Chicago hip hop in its history, you will understand why. Just give them a few names of people who he haven't worked with. Who he's worked with. Who have worked with. Who hasn't worked with him? YP's worked with him. I'm sure King Louis worked with him. Fatal's definitely worked with him on some Inglewood. You know what I'm saying? Uh Like the the leaders of this thing, Vic Spencer, Vic Mensa. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody who's anybody, they've worked with my boy Sinatra. He's worked with Tony Baines. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. I could go on and on, but yeah, the name, that. like, he's that for Chicago. You know what I'm saying? So For them that don't know. So what was something, what's something that you learned from him? I learned about just falling into, you know what I'm saying, the scene of things. And when I say that, I mean, like, as I was writing, like, just not always going into, like, rapidy rap mode. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you could just cool out. Like, because it took me a minute to realize that he actually raps himself. And that kind of threw me off a little bit, too. And how his style is, he's not the metaphor type of guy. Like, he talks to you through the rhyme. And from what he's talking, because he already a personality in himself. Like, you've been around Baines, then you know. Right. But just his personality just reads off his bar so hard. It's like, dog, you just talking to me over a beat, and it's flat. Like, he kind of taught me how to get into that bag without having to, you know what I'm saying, this is myself from what I come from. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely, I take heed to big homie in his words for real. Cause I can, I can, I, coach. You explaining that, I can hear that. In each song Cause you gave it A time for the next line You gave it Like you yeah. flowed it Like you wrote the beat Different than you normally Would do Oh yeah He definitely uh, Cause I think With scene 10 I had a whole different way I was gonna attack it And then he just gave me Like a rhythm With the bounce I'm like Okay this is this is not a challenge, but it's kind of a challenge because it's giving me something that I wouldn't have thought of firsthand. And I usually can see every way to go about it, but right. he definitely like guided me in that direction with that song, and it came out to be one of the knockers on it. I'm like, oh, man. all right, bro. Look, since we speaking on it, let's give it to him, man. Let's give him one of the songs from this joint. Man. What song we got in here from you, man? We got... Uh, up jumps the boogie. Oh wait, now see this is where I got to give an introduction. No, 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 no. I want you to give you the introduction. I want you to tell us what you know the mindset of writing this song and how this All song right. came about and introduce it. All right, so this up jumps the boogie. This is produced by my homie Reg Young, fellow cancer. Shout out to my dog. He actually did some work on uh, Short Summers, Long Winters. Matter of fact, if you ever hear '90s flow and I got it. He did those joints. So, welcome to the dopest thing that had hit the street since crack cocaine. Oh. Illinois Radio, and I am Illinois Jones, along with my sister, Pretty Ride, and my favorite yeah. African, Go. And we still got D2G in the building. Wagwan Brethren. Wagwan Brethren. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was still on that vacation vibe, yes, man. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. 
Yes, sir. So we just got done bumping some. What was that? Uh, Panamera. No, that was Jujilla. Shout out to Jujilla too, man. Hey, I'm saying right here while we on Illinois radio, man. I'm on your heels, bro. It, it, this ain't the same two G since that Sharice Culture show, my brother. Just know that. Oh man, he know what I'm talking about though. That, that's my man's though. He, he good. Like for sure. fans go stupid. Yeah, he's hard. Mm-hmm. He's hard. It's not. It's, it's it's a. We got a Chicago has so much good talent, like you said earlier, man. Yeah. I put money on the city any time of the day. I look, the city is smoking everybody. It don't matter your coast. It don't matter your side. You can be from East Coast, West Coast, down South. Chicago is smoking everybody. Smoking, smoking. Sm- not not even a question. Smoking. So like with, with the music here in the city and you've been doing it for a minute and like you said earlier, you seen them come and you seen them go. I have. What's something what's something that keep you going and not, you know, falling I'm, to the wayside? I wanna tell you, man, I still come from an era where when I first really got into it, like the YPs, the LEPs, the King Louis, the Pac Mans, you know what I'm saying? The Bump J's, the, my homie Broadway 75th, you know what I'm saying? Billy D. Williams, aka Billy the Kid, like, yet Eastside D's, like, these are cats that I came up with, you know what I'm saying? Like, in the trenches on some Eastside. And that's when cats was really, like, spitting, spitting for real. So, my inspiration is, like, I came up with them and, I got to carry that torch, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm an MC at the same time. Like, I spit for real. So if anybody going to hold down my side, if ain't nobody else going to do it, I know I'm going to do my part in that. Like, I can't speak for the next man. I can speak for my cats and the dudes that I know. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can speak for the big Spencers. I can speak for the knowledges and the kids in the hall. I can speak for the Juice Maisleys of the world. I can speak for a lot of cats from over east that's really doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can speak for the Castros if he stop playing and get back on his mic. I'm going to call him out on the net. Oh. I can speak for the King Louis. You know what I'm saying? I can speak for cats that I've seen that was doing it. You know what I'm saying? That really made you want to be like, oh, man, I'm dope. I don't sound like you, but I'm dope in my own right at the same time. That's what keeps me going. Because from that, that's how you make the music that you make. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I always wanted that. Like, even if you don't look at me like, oh, man, he ain't want it. You'll see me, you know. Like, anybody that you know that's hot at the moment or has had a rain or, you know what I'm saying, it's hot right now, you've come across me at some point. Man, so, like, what's something we need to be expecting from 2G? Oh man, expect the nothing less than the best. Like I'm, I'm coming for crowns now. Like this, this old thing. It was cool when everybody was friendly. Everybody doing their thing. No, I'm coming to be the best. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been, I've been nice about it, but you, at the same time, like like, I'm, I'm in, I'm back in go mode. Like so, you gonna get music from me? You gonna get freestyles from me? You gonna see some stages get tore down? Like literally, just sold out the promontory twice in a day and had my still coming in or something off of the album. You know what I'm saying? Just that vibe. Like I got a whole new energy. I got a whole new bag. Like. 
I'm in a different zone right now. Like, you're going to be expecting a lot more from me. You're going to be expecting a lot more from the fan, whether it be reflective music, my squad, Petty Game Chicago, or just anybody that's my people. You know what I'm saying? Like, we doing it for the city at the end of the day. Any more any more record collaborations with Tony Bangs in the, in the future? Oh, it's, oh, it's quite a are get? Are we going to get a three? You might get a three. Uh-huh. I ain't going to spoil it too early. You may or may not get a three. You might get another movie. You never know where it could go. With me and Bangs For sure I'm with it man I gotta get it Yes So let the people know man How can they get in tune And in touch with 2G man Man, in the words, D2G. in the words of my brother Danny Talented, Mr. Talented Danny Bars, you can find me here on Planet Earth. But if you want to do the social media thing, y'all can follow me at 2G Make a Move. That's the number two, the letter G, all one word, make a move on your Instagrams, on your Twitters, uh, Facebook, D2G Music, the website, D2GMusic.com, Bandcamp, D2GMusic.Bandcamp.com. Like, I'm out here. Just search D2G the Great or however you wish to follow D2G. D2G, I'm right there. What if they want to do business? Man, holla at me on the email, man. D2GBookings at gmail.com. Otherwise, again, I'm here on planet Earth. See me when you see me. I'm outside. For sure, for sure. Any videos, anything we need to be looking out for? Oh, man. Let's see. We got a couple visuals on the way in the tuck. Uh, we got uh, another show for the next Hot Day EP. We back at Promontory October the 19th, so be on the lookout for that. For sure. We got, we got some things coming, man. Matter of fact, September 2nd I'm actually featured on the album that's about to be released in Paris it's called Pangea and it's from a record hey the building MC, management company Amazia <laughs> Records you feel me so we got a joint on there called The Usual Suspects shout out to my boys D Skiles and Ali the Villain you know what I mean we came in there first joint on the album hold it down for Chicago coming from France oh, tearing man. it down bro like oh, word. It, it's that like we don't I'm not playing with cats Man, sis, you, you wanna you wanna get us out of here? We finna get up out of here. You got anything to say before we go? Um, my birthday coming up. Let's go. I'll just play. Uh-huh. We about to turn uh-huh. up. Hey, pull out the Hennessy. Oh, look, the, no. I got pure Henny no. light on. What's no. up? No, I Hennessey. got you. No Hennessy Casamigos me this year, please. Oh, oh you gonna be worse than you was last year. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That Hennessy had me fucked up. The next day I couldn't even live. Yeah, the next day. But um yeah, my birthday coming up. Um dropping details for my party. Well, I ain't gonna call it a party. My little shindig. Um, probably Sunday or Monday. Slide. Um, follow me on Instagram at Pretty Riot. Follow my Twitter at underscore Pretty Riot. Visit my website at prettyriot.co. Um, September about to pick up because it's Virgo season. Y'all finna get hella content. So, hey. Yeah, I told y'all some poetry dropping. You know, you know, you know. So just, you know, I'm going to say it before John say it. You can see the riot, you can hear the riot, and you can feel the riot at prettyriot.co. Thanks. She about to start a ride. Don't switch it on. Look, man. Look, man. I feel good. I feel great, man. Y'all can follow me on Illinois Jones eighty eight on Instagram and Twitter. I don't like y'all that much to give y'all my Snapchat or my Facebook. <laughs> but if y'all want to see my pretty face, you can always go to Illinois.co or download the Illinois app. Yes, yes. Download that app. If you got the app, whether you got an Android or an iPhone or Barack Obama phone, you can get that app. <laughs> also, uh, man, what's popping, man? Shit, you know how we living out here in these Illinois streets. streets. 
I love y'all, Chicago. It feel good outside. Is it still hot out there? Because it was hot as hell when I walked in here. But, Chicago, I need y'all to do me a few favors. Party hard, and but party, party safe. safe. And, and if, if you, you can't, can't do both, stay your ass in the house. For those that don't know who I am, I am Biko. It's your girl, Pretty Riot. I'm Illinois Jones. I just want to thank you for tuning in to Illinois Radio Every Saturday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Make sure you guys go ahead and subscribe on YouTube. Search Illinois Radio. Head over to your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, all of those streaming networks where you can stream podcasts and search Illinois Radio. We right there. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Hit that follow button and uh, stay in tune with us. You have it. We own it. Big P's. See you later, alligator. I'm really the end of it, and that's all, folks.